Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome to another Going Greyhound show. It's been a terrific week Greyhound racing wise in New South Wales. Of course, we saw the the black top last Friday night at the Gardens taken out by French Martini in a devastating display. We saw heats of the Benigo Cup on the weekend as well. So we'll we'll cover both of those races and and then build towards this week where we see heats of the Golden Cup and the Golden Fireball. We'll chat with Gary Clark about those. And then next week, we see the future star, Maiden Heats, and we'll have a chat with the manager of Maitland, Tony Edmonds, this morning. So a jam-packed show. Our first guest, Peter Lagogiani, who prepared French Martini to take out the blacktop last Friday night at the Gardens. Racing, Gatlin only fairly away, Yuko Girl zipping, Kyrgios both away well, Gatlin drives up the inside, zipping Maserati going forward, they jam at the first bend, zipping Maserati worked over, Gatlin trying to go underneath it and French Martini makes a line of three, now hit the lead, French Martini dashed away from Gatlin, Fat Boy's Dream, zipping Kyrgios, Esther's Thrill, Yuko Girl, good odds cash, zipping Maserati check back to the rear, it is French Martini in front on the bend, it's two in front of Gatlin who can't pick it up and French Martini takes out the black top. Zipping Kyrgios got second ahead of Gatlin. Fat Boy's Dream was next. Further back was Esther's Thrill. Yeah, that was French Martini winning the black top at the Gardens on last Friday night. And we're joined by her trainer now, Peter Lagogiani. Firstly, good morning to you, Pete. And a big congratulations. It must have great, given you great satisfaction to, to take out the black top there on Friday night. Yeah, good morning, Matt. Uh, everybody, yeah, mate, it's a massive thrill for us, uh, uh, you know, a uh, little bit bittersweet, you know, after getting knocked out in the MDC at the first turn. But hey, uh, that's racing, and uh, hey, we're just wrapped and thrilled for the for the for the bitch and 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 for the owners, especially, uh, uh, you know, Nova Castrians, you know. That and that was that, the home track. Yeah, that was going to be my bit. next question. I saw the the photo of you with her on the dais post race, and there was a, a, a massive conglomerate of people uh, that were with you. So just talk us. Uh, about those, uh, about those people, and, and of course her her own Adam as well. Oh mate, it was a great crowd. Uh, it was a brilliant night, Friday night. Yeah, you know, it, 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 you know, the weather took nothing away from it. It was it was, a, it was a boggy night. It was it was just you know everything everything was negative, but um, it, it turned out so positive. So uh, you know, uh, Adam Adam Brandt and his and his wife uh, and you know the whole family were there. His his followers, his friends, his neighbours. Um, all from Newcastle, all came out and uh, and just supported her and supported the club and uh, made us just really really good to see to see that uh, you know a, a young bloke who grew up in Newcastle, you know typical bricklayer, you know your, your, your typical Aussie family and uh, and winning the group too. Um, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, you know, uh, we got um, sport of uh, sport of kings and uh, with a, with a with a thoroughbreds and, and we felt like kings with the, with the dogs on Friday night, let me tell you. Yeah, that's that's outstanding. And as you said, that is that is certainly what it's all about. And as as far as her win and, and the way she was able to win, she didn't jump straight to the front. She did have to work around that first corner. It was probably just the, the way that she won the race, I guess, emphasised how far she has come since we saw her just burst onto the scene with those those debut performances where, where she did find the lead and, and it all went her own way. And then she had a, a few runs where things were sort of against her, but she just keeps getting better every start. And I think that was 
that was certainly the, the culmination of her maturing and learning what racing's all about there last week, wasn't it? Mate, yeah, of course. We've got to remember, this bitch is only two years old, two years and four months. You know, she's, not, she's, she's not even two and a half yet. So she's still learning the craft of racing. She's still learning what it's all about. You know, the, the, the trip up north really done her good. Um, it matured her a lot. You know, a lot, she was only a, you know, a very young pup when she won the, the Robert Smith Memorial at the Gardens. And we'd done, we'd done our homework at the Gardens with her previous to that. And she showed us that she could run by, by the trial time she put on the board. You know, on, on, on Friday night, look, she, she, did, she began moderately, which um, is just unlike her. But, um, you know, from a seven box with, with so much pace underneath her, I think she got a favour with Gatlin missing it, UK girl beginning, and, and she cleared UK girl at the first turn. And she just used common sense and, and just cut in at the right time. She didn't cut in, you know, when she, you know, when most dogs are, are so enthusiastic, you know, heading for the rail. She just fit her time. And then as soon as she cleared the six, zipping Maserati, she, she found the fence. And, and look, and she left some pretty good dogs in her wake, you know. Um, you know, King Kiros, you know, chased her, you know, valiantly down the straight. But, uh, you know, she was pulling away from him and... Uh, and, you know, look, all, all, all credit to this little girl. You know, she's just she's just getting stronger and better as she goes on. And, and mate, she pulled up the next day as if she wanted to go around again. So, you know, um, we couldn't be prouder of her. Yeah, and deservedly so. And, yeah, you touched on it was it was certainly a, a very hot race. And off the back of that, I believe you've received an invitation to nominate for the Top Gun Fields will be announced in a fortnight's time. Is Is that on her agenda and, and also races like the Melbourne Cup, which are just around the corner, and the Phoenix, uh, are they in your thinking with her in the next couple of months? Oh, look, of course. You know, uh, who wouldn't be thinking about these, these type of races, you know, when you've got a, you know, when you've got a greyhound like her? Um, look, we'll just take every day as it comes. We'll probably head down south and give her a trial, give her a look, and, and again, just learn, let her learn the art of, of travelling down south, as she did up north. Um, she'll tell us. We, we, we'll just wait uh, and see what happens with the, with the nominations and the, and the invitations, and, uh, and we'll go from there. But, yeah, look, we are looking at down south now, and um, and let's hope we get an invitation to one of the good ones and uh, see what she can do down there. Let's, let's bring some money home. Yeah, it would be nice to take some money off, off the Victorians, wouldn't it? Certainly will be. <laughs> They've well, done it to us for so many years, and, you know, and it's time we started doing it to them. So Yeah, absolutely repay the favour. Well, big congratulations on her win there on Friday night in the blacktop. It was certainly her announcing herself, if she hadn't already, to the Greyhound world that she is certainly a, a genuine star. And I'm sure we'll be seeing plenty of her in Melbourne over the next couple of months. And, and if she can translate what she's doing up here in Sydney, uh, down there in Melbourne, I'm sure she's going to be in all those all those big races and, and a big player as well. She is certainly in fantastic form at the moment. So congratulations to you, Pete, and all the very best for the next couple of months. Yeah, Matt, thank you very much. I just want to say thank you to the gardens on Friday night. You know, uh, every time we go to a track, you know, we get we get treated special and uh, and it's a nice thing. And uh, and they made everybody feel welcome there, even though it was such a wet night. But, you know, Greyhound Racing is, is, is just going ahead leaps and bounds. And, uh, and it's great that a provisional track like that can... Uh, and, um, you know, make a night like that so special. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and well said. Enjoy the rest of the week, Pete, and I'm sure we'll be chatting again soon. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There's Peter Lagogiani who prepared French Martini to win the blacktop at the Gardens last Friday night. She is a star, and I'm sure she'll be a big player in Melbourne in the next couple of months' time. We'll have for a quick break on the other side. We'll chat 
with John Dart, who owns Typhoon Sammy, who won a heat of the Bendigo Cup on Sunday. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing. Typhoon Sammy sprung out off the inside and Typhoon Sammy went through to Lee by a length and a half. Hilltop Johnny through to a clear second. Third down on the inside. Vader Bale contested out by by Bumpy's Dad Roy. They're followed for the back by Mapunga Mustang and Asnick C got thrown out to last. Look at Typhoon Sammy. He went bang at the top of the straight. He leads by five on Hilltop Johnny. Bumpy's Dad Roy but it's all Sammy. Typhoon Sammy to the cup by six. Mapunga Mustang second. Third to the line will go to Hilltop Johnny or also Vader Bale and Bumpy Dad Roy out wide. Asnick Seed got to planet its momentum mid-race. Yeah, that was Typhoon Sammy taking out a heat of the Bendigo Cup there on Sunday, and it was a brilliant performance by him. We're joined by his owner now, John Dart. Good morning to you, John. Morning, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations on uh, Typhoon Sammy's win there on, on Sunday night. It must have been very pleasing to, to see him do what he did there and and just announced himself as the, the favourite for the final this weekend. Yeah, no, it was very good. <clears throat> First time he's come out, you know, really quick like that for a while. Um, no, it was very pleasing. And, of course, we know, um, I guess you you living up in the Northern Rivers, we know that's where he started his career. He's headed down to Melbourne with Jason Thompson, and, and Jace has really turned him into the, the Cups king down there of, of course, earlier in the year, he won the Trelgan and Horsham Cup. So uh, if he wins on, on this weekend, wins the Benigo Cup this weekend, he's eligible for the $50,000 Country Cups bonus. What would it mean to uh, to to be able to win uh, the Benigo Cup this week, but then firstly to, to get that bonus of having won three Country Cups in a calendar year? Yeah, no, it would be enormous for the family and, and for Sam. You know, he's... Um, uh, Always showed that ability, and uh, that, you know he's been a really good dog for our family. Yeah, absolutely, he has. He's he's very very good. And and following on from from this weekend, um, what are the what are the plans with him? Of course, the the Top Gun nominations um, will have oh, the invites to nominate for the Top Gun have been sent out. We've got the Melbourne Cup, the Phoenix. Are they all races that uh, are on his agenda? Going forward, or will you sort of stick to the the sprint races? With no, him? I think there's one more country cup that Jason probably put him in, and Jason's talked about going to Hobart for the Hobart Thousand. Um, I think they're the sort of races Jason wants him in. You know, no, I yeah. we just leave everything up to Jason. So yeah, probably, prob- all good. Prob- yeah, probably not a bad decision. He certainly knows knows the type of greyhound you need to to win big feature races as well. Now, just on yourself, of course, up on the, the Northern Rivers, you're training a couple. You've got Rocky Laurie, who returned to the winner's list at Casino last week. Of course, he was a, a brother to the ill-fated Gypsy Dell, who was who was promising to be a, a superstar. This guy's also got plenty of ability. Where where will we see him? And what sort of races are, are you targeting with him? Yeah, we've we put him in everything we could early days, and now we're going back to just letting him go through the grades. Um, he probably had as much ability as Gypsy Dell, but sort of hasn't put it together yet. But we're hoping that he will. Uh, he's got a huge motor. The, the, the follow-up question to that is: Have you got any races in mind with him 
um, going forward? Uh, is is a race like the Ipswich Cup on his agenda? No, not at the moment. I just like he's only won three races, so I'll just take him slowly and uh, just get his confidence up. Uh, I think that's what he's been lacking. So uh, he went enormous on Thursday. Uh, we were very happy with it. So uh, there's a race at Grafton next weekend. This weekend uh, he'll go there, and uh, then we'll find another one from after that. Yeah, I mean, just get, and then just keep building from there. And yeah, um, yep. confidence is a, is a is a funny thing when when you don't have any confidence, things seem to go pear shaped. But when you you've got that confidence and and you you can you feel like you can run through a brick wall, it's it's like with yep. humans and it's it's like with animals as well. So we'll certainly keep an eye on Rocky Laurie uh, going forward and watch him go through his grades. Just a, a, I, I asked about the Ipswich Cup because I just wanted to get a comment from you. Um, about the the prize money on offer, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's it's worth this year. It's it's unbelievable prize money. Greyhound racing uh, is racing for at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, oh, great. It's just gone through the roof. It's just crazy what you race for, you know. Um, like seven thousand to win a heat of the Bendigo Cup, um, and fifty thousand for all those country cups. And same in New South Wales. It's just it's unbelievable if. You know, if you can find a good greyhound, you'll win a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. And for someone like yourself who's been in the the game for a long time, is did you ever think you'd sort of ten, fifteen years ago would be racing for prize money like we are now, or was it something that you always held out hope that we could get to this stage? Oh, you you always hold out hope to you know get to it. But like, I think last week we won five races at Casino and Grafton. And got ten thousand. Once you, you'd have to win the Grafton and the Casino Cup to get that. Yeah, that's uh, that's certainly insane. And and um, up in I guess following on from that, up in up in your area at the moment, we we heard about the the closure of the the Lismore track uh, last week by the the GBOTA. How do you think that will affect the the local area? And what are your thoughts regarding the closure okay. of Lismore? It's very, very sad to lose that track. It was our sort of our trial track uh, for our young dogs. Uh, now we're, we're trialling at Casino, which is a very good track. Um, but, yeah, uh, as long as Grand Race in New South Wales uh, support the area, it's one of the biggest areas in New South Wales for Grand. So whether they can come up with another track, you know, it's up to them now. Wayne Billet and his team, I'm sure they'll be looking at it. Yeah, absolutely, and they... They generally do a very good job, so I'm sure that's high on their agenda is to, to be able to support all, all of you guys up there on the Northern Rivers, whether it is by way of another track or 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 building on, on Grafton and Casino and, and making them into terrific facilities to be able to help you guys up there. So, um, yep. uh, and I guess that's, that's all you can ask for um, as oh, participants yeah. of the Northern Rivers. No, it's a big area, so um, I'm sure they'd have to, you know, replace it or um, come up with, you know, something at Grafton and Casino. So, um, no, it'll, it'll turn out all right. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Well, firstly, uh, John, good luck with, with Typhoon Sammy in the Bendigo Cup last yep. uh, this weekend. Of course, he, he won his heat last year, breaking the track record and was placed in the final. Hopefully he can go a couple better this year and then and win that $50,000 bonus. So good luck and, and hope he runs well for you. 
Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you. There's John Dart, who owns Typhoon Sammy, who will start favourite in the Bendigo Cup this weekend. We'll have for a quick break on the, on the other side. We'll chat with Gary Clark, who is a race caller, but he's also president of the Goulburn Greyhound Racing Club. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Our next guest this morning is fellow race caller and president of the Goulburn Greyhound Racing Club, Gary Clark. Good morning to you, Gary. Yeah, very good morning, Matt. Big weekend, uh, big week ahead for you. Of course, we've got heats of the Goulburn Cup and the the Fireball this Friday. Um, I'll leave it to you. What can we expect with those heats uh, this Friday? Yeah, Matt, the, uh, the, the draw, the official draw is not out yet, but uh, getting hold of uh, a lot of the nominations that have been forwarded for both the Goldman Cup and, uh, of course, a 40000 to the winner. Raise a group three, but we're paying group two prize money, and, of course, the fireboard, $25,000 to the winner. That's over the three fifty, which uh, is one of the richest short-course races we've got in the state. Uh, as far as the Cup goes, yeah, it's pretty exciting. We've got nominations for not only New South Wales, but also Victoria and Queensland. Uh, of the, we've got three of the uh, the finalists from the Blacktop uh, last week. Uh, they've nominated. Uh, some of the noms for the Cup, uh, mate, we've got Aston Barrick. Now, we know how brilliant he is at Goulburn. Of course, he was the winner three months ago down there of the Southern Star. Uh, he finished, uh, sorry, he beat Gatlin a length in the Million Dollar Chase. Uh, regional final down there. I mean, his times at Goldman are absolutely outstanding. He's uh, he's run 24-29 there a couple of weeks ago. That is certainly a PB. I mean, the record held by Wow 24-18. I don't know whether that's ever going to be broken or not. Uh, he's also run 24-53 twice, 24-66, 24-38, uh, and 24-54. I mean, that is brilliant times. He just excels at this track. He's going to be a major player. Uh, in the heats there on Friday. We've got UK girl for Sam Sultana. Of course, she went around in the final of the Blacktop last week. Uh, she's had a run at, uh, at, at Goulburn. She finished second to Good Odds Cash uh, back in July in an absolute flying 24-42, beating a length in the, uh, the heat of the Southern Stars. So she knows the track, uh, UK girl. She's got that brilliant early speed. Uh, we've also got uh, Gatlin, of course, finished third in the, the Blacktop uh, last uh, Friday. Um, we know the class of, of Gatlin. The city finished uh, second in the Southern Stars uh, at, uh, at Goulburn. Uh, he won his maiden down there just on 12 months ago in 24.68. So, again, it's a track that he knows well, and that's the reason I'd say Minnie and John Finn has, uh, has certainly come uh, back to Goulburn for this. We saw what he did. Uh, went with Park in the Million Dollar Chase, uh, semis 29.28. So, you know, he's low flying at the moment at Gatlin. Uh, we've got good odds buzz for Frankie Hurst, one of his young dogs. He's had 26 stars for 13 wins. Esther's thrill uh, for Nolan Holloway. Uh, she makes a red trip to Goulburn. Of course, she finished fifth in the blacktop final there last week. Uh, Father Rick, interesting little runner, this Father Rick. We know the class of this dog. He's really progressed over the last 12 months. He actually won the fireball last year. And this is the seventh running of the fireball. And those fireball winners have been able to come back and win the Golden Cup. So that'll be a unique double for Ray Webster if Father Rick can take out the cup this year. Uh, Melcat Big Boy, uh, one of the local dogs for Johnny Mellon. Uh, of course, he broke the track record at just his fourth race start, 24-26, before Wow broke that. So we knew what sort of potential he had, Melcat Big Boy. Uh, he put three wins together there, I think, about three months ago at Wentworth Park, which he would have called. Uh, Matt, and uh, he's just been flying since he's gone back with Johnny Mellon. He did, uh, Andy and Jody Lord did a great job with him. 
he finished fourth in a heat of the uh, the cup last year. And last week he had a run over the 350 at Gold and he won that convincingly. But his run home time is 13.07 at the 10th outside, the run home record held by serious objects. So, you know, he's right on track, Mel Cat Big Boy. If he can just come up with the right draw, uh, he's a very big chance of getting into the final. As far as the interstate dogs goes, uh, we've got a Queenslander down for Robert Ayres, Lucky Lance. Uh, he's the last start winner at Alman Park at a very quick 29.73. He's been a widely travelled greyhound. He did his early racing down in Victoria. Uh, he finished second in the Group 3 Darwin Cup. He's finished second in the Group 3 Bundaberg uh, Cup. And he's also been finalist last year in the Casino Cup and the Cranbourne Cup. So they certainly don't mind travelling with him. So he's down from Queensland. And David Gill, uh, of course, who won the Cup about three years ago with Emerald Rainbow, he's back this year. He's got a runner in the cup and also the fireball. He's bought the uh, the brilliant spinner of his, uh, Ferdinand Boy. Uh, he's in the cup. He's had 51 wins in his career from 96 starts. He's been in the 11 group finals. Uh, he actually he's won the Group 2 uh, Warrnambool Cup. He's also won the uh, Group 2 Hillsville Cup last year. He's won the uh, the Group 2 Ballarat Cup, uh, also the Group 2 Shepparton Cup, and he finished third in the Group 1 Hobart Thousand. So he's just a class act. So... Food and our boy's going to be there. So that's as far as the cup goes. Um, as far as the fireball goes, yeah, some really brilliant uh, short courses here. Um, the Golden um, Speedster, Apollo Speed, he's won 19 races, picked up his 19th Golden win uh, there last Friday. He will win the Grand of the Year Golden this year for Lisa Worthy. So he's going to be a major contender. Of course, we've got Poppy Jack. We know how brilliant he has been. He's been a, actually a finalist in the... The Bulleye Group 2 Gold Cup, the last two years in 2021 and 22, he's won 11 races at Goldman. He's been flying down at Bulleye in the last few weeks. Uh, he's just a brilliant short course of Poppy Jack for Ruth Maddock. Uh, we've got On the Rocks, of course, who won the Fireball back in 2020. So she's back to see if she can uh, win her second Fireball. Of course, last year we saw more sauce from Michelle Lille break the track record in the heat of the Fireball, had no luck through the box draw and finished fourth in the final. Uh, of course, ran second just prior to that in the uh, the blacktop last year. He's been off the scene a long time. He's had one run back from a very long spell for fourth in uh, in top class up the straight at Richmond recently. So, obviously, Michelle feels that, uh, you know, he's come back OK and he's ready for this. So, he returns uh, this year. Uh, we've also got Coco Model. He finished third in the Group 1 uh, for Charity at Wentworth Park earlier this year. And uh, David Gill's got one in the uh, the fireball with Hilltop Johnny. He went around in the Bendigo Cup heats uh, on Sunday, finished fifth there. He's won 15 of his 36 starts. He's won on seven different uh, tracks, all the big tracks down in Victoria. So David, he certainly knows uh, what dogs to bring. He's already uh, had a place getter in the fireball a few years ago. So uh, as I said, he's got some brilliant dogs in his kennel, but they're the two he's brought up, David, from the Ferdinand boy and Hilltop Johnny. So, look, that's just a very quick look at the noms that we've got for both races. Pretty exciting time. But we've, we're in for a, a great meeting on the Friday. We'll have four heats of the cup and five heats of the fireball, Matt. Yeah, that's that's an outstanding little quick synopsis for, for those that have tuned in on on all the, the, the greyhounds that are heading to the two features this week. And I guess the, the great thing with the, the cup is having that, I guess, the, the Queenslanders coming down and the Victorians. It gives that, that different form aspect. And, um, yeah, Lucky Lance, as you mentioned, very well-travelled. And Ferdinand Boy, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying he's won about a half a million in prize money and never won a city race. So it just goes to show that if you, you find the right dog, those country cups can 
can be be very very profitable if if you can if you can I guess have the right dog to be able to be very competitive in those races so um, he's going to be a, a big player no doubt through the series and just a quick tip you've just run through a lot of the nominations there an early tip from you Gary on on who you think can win both those races coming up at Goulburn. Yeah, mate. Look, obviously, we just hope that we don't end up with two or three of the good ones in the one heat. All those first and second will go through. So box draws, everything's going to play a major part. But look, I'd say as far as the cup goes, we've got to respect Aston Barrick, um, Ferdinand Boy. You know how brilliant he is. And I would say Gatlin. They'd be my top three at this stage. Aston Barrick, Ferdinand Boy, Gatlin. And as far as the fireball goes, oh, wow. Um... Look, I'm, I'm inclined to go Poppy Jack because how brilliant that he is. Um, but I think Hilltop Johnny would have to be respected. Now, I know, David, he does like the, the trial at Goldman. He's done that over the last few years. He's come up. But I don't think he's been able to do it this year. So that's probably the little question mark on Hilltop Johnny. Um, but maybe sticking to the local dog, Poppy Jack, um, he deserves a real big race. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to go with that. And just while you're talking about Ferdinand Boyd, David was actually going to bring him up for the Golden Cup last year, but we had the lockdown of the borders, and it was uh, a week after um, of the heats of the uh, the Golden Cup that it reopened. So he only missed out by seven days to come up. So maybe uh, 12 months later, might be all the work to wait for him. Yeah, absolutely. What's the rest of the week look like for you? Yeah, mate, had a, uh, I've had a busy week last week. Uh, we ventured off the, the Bulleye, Dapto, Goulburn and Newcastle. Did a bit of travelling, so I'm off to the rich from the day. We've got the uh, the 12 races up the straight there, a rare Tuesday afternoon up the straight. Uh, and then obviously heading to Dapto Thursday and, of course, then uh, our heats of those two races at Goulburn on Friday. So, yeah, a, a good week coming up. Looking forward to... Uh, to both uh, the calling and uh, the official uh, capacity as far as Goldman goes on Friday. Beautiful, busy week. I'm sure exactly how you like it. Thanks for the chat this morning, Gary, and, and good luck on, on Friday with the, the heats of the cup and the fireball there at Goldman. I appreciate your time, and uh, again, thanks for covering uh, those races at Goldman. All the best. Thanks, Matt. No problem. There's Gary Clark, who, of course, is a race caller, but is also president of the Goldman Greyhound Racing Club. And promoting the, the Cup and Fireball heats this Friday. Now from Goulburn in the south to Maitland, uh, I guess north of north of Sydney, we're joined by the manager of Maitland, Tony Edmonds. Good morning to you, Tony. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Well, of course, we just touched on the Goulburn Cup and Fireball heats coming up this Friday. Next week, uh, we've got one of the feature races at Maitland coming up, the Future Star heats, the Maiden heats, on Thursday, October 20. Just talk us through those. The the honour roll in, in the last five years is, is pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah, Matt. Look, I call it the maker of champions these days. In the past five years, we've seen Skywave, Good Odds Arada, Drink Shoey, Zipping Curios, ties that bind. Now, I did a bit of quick math this morning, and those five dogs alone have won 2152000 $935 in prize money, which is phenomenal. That, that is phenomenal. And just for those who, who aren't aware, in 2017, Skywave uh, won the, the Future Stars Maiden before then subsequently winning the state sprint championship, representing yeah. New South Wales at the national uh, sprint, and then finished third in the, the first million-dollar chase behind Mystic Riot. The, the following year, 2018, Good Odds Harada 
was the winner. And then, of course, a year later, won the, the Tab Million Dollar Chase. 2019, during Shoeys uh, for Michelle Sultana won. Then 2020, it was Zipping Kyrgios who took out the race. And then he was runner-up in the Million Dollar Chase um, yes. this year. But we, we also know everything else that he's done. And then Ties That Bind won it last year. But part of the final of last year, Bugs Junkie, who came out and won the, the Group 1 Adelaide Cup last weekend. So... It's a race, and as you mentioned, it just it, it births future stars of of greyhound racing, doesn't it? Yeah, look, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of the we're seeing a lot of the top trainers, um, you know, target this race now. They're coming in with their dogs leading up to the event, trialing them here. And look, what I've seen from past winners, the key to success here is you've got to give the dog one or two looks at the track before you come for the big race. You know, Frank Hurst is an expert at it. He's won it twice in the past five years. Uh, we see the Finns come here and trial. Uh, and I think that's the key to it. Those who are happy to you know, travel down the highway, put their dogs in, give them a look, always seem to be you know, the ones walking away with the prize money at the end. Yeah, it, it certainly makes the, the world of difference if they've got that, that track experience. Now, any word on on greyhounds to follow heading into that? That series, or you're not 100% sure until sort of the fields will come out next yeah, week? Yeah, I haven't. We, we, until we see the norms next week. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of the big trainers been here in the past week or so, um, bringing dogs here to have a look, which is good. So I'm confident you know, we, we could have four, six, four to six heats, uh, which is what we've been getting in previous years, and hoping, fingers crossed, for another cracker final. Now, with the... And the other thing I just wanted to ask you about is the... The heats and the final will be both on on Thursdays, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the the twilight time yeah. slot, normally you race on a Monday night. Is there was there any reasoning behind uh, running uh, the Look, future was, stars on the Thursdays? It was uh, Graham New South Wales who uh, were keen for us to move back to that Thursday afternoon time slot. Uh, one of the things that we've seen here in the past, our track records tend tended to fall on a Thursday afternoon, early in the day, race three or four. You know, the sun would be out, the track would be fast. Uh, those track records we've got now have stood since we moved to the night slot. Times are just a little bit slower. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tipping we'll see some cracker times here Thursday next week uh, when these dogs go around early Thursday afternoon. Um, it'll be fast. Be good to watch. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be good to watch, and I'm sure most uh, that have an interest in greyhound racing will certainly be waiting with anticipation for those fields to to come out next week, and then just go through and and decipher the, I guess the the fields because there'll be plenty of first starters who will be bred to be superstars. So um, yeah, can't wait for those fields to come and, out next week just to see what we've got on offer. The, the track is suits those dogs, the fast dogs. You know, the big the big bend, the long straight. You know, there's nowhere to hide. If you strike a bit of trouble, you've got a chance to pick up and, and get home over the top. And the good dogs always seem to find a way to win here. And, and that's what we're expecting next week as well. Yeah, and the other thing being that big one-turn track, like you said, you can you can get a little check and be able to overcome that. But it also gives a greyhound confidence to go forward, whereas you, you see these... Debutants that might go to, to Wentworth Park and if they get crunched at the first turn, yeah. they can lose confidence pretty quickly. So I guess that's the, I guess the 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 other edge to the the sword, I suppose, is having these maidens, good maidens on 
on a big one-turn track. It yeah. just helps build their confidence. And look, we see a lot of trainers there. They educate their young dogs here. It's a, it's a much safer track, one big turn, long straight, teaches them to stride out. And we find the form of the young dogs that they educate here, it seems to then carry through to Winnie Park. There are a number of dogs that have come out of you know, these hoots uh, and finals of the uh, future stars that go on to do well at Winnie Park. Now, Ibrox Wildfire from last year was another one that's done well. Good odd Zach, uh, Blue Zephyr. You know, they've all, all done well um, coming out of the series here. Yeah, and they absolutely. tend to take that form to, to Winnie Park. Yeah, well, those three names that you just mentioned, Ibrox Wildfire, Good odd Zach, and Blue Zephyr, both, uh, they're all very, very good as well. So mm. I'm sure we'll see another future star come through the, the, the future stars maiden. Uh, series there at Maitland. It's certainly a very aptly named race, particularly off what's happened over the past five or six years. So thanks for the chat this morning, Tony. And, no and, problems at all, mate. Much and the, the best of luck to you and your team at Maitland there next week. Cheers. Thanks, mate. There's Tony Edmonds, who is the manager of the Maitland Greyhound Racing Club, chatting about the Future Stars Maiden series, which kicks off with heats next Thursday, October 20. That wraps up Going Greyhounds this morning podcast will be up online soon. Till then, take care and enjoy your week.